What's good, my beautiful people? Welcome back to the Beautiful People Podcast. I'm your host, Marlon Hyde. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing great. I just got back from Boston, um, had a really good trip, got to see some friends, and got to think a lot about confidence. And I know I've talked about it on the show a couple more times, but I think <laughs> it's very scary taking jumps and leaps in life. And I know we sometimes try not to think of some of the things that we're doing as major jumps or major leaps but you know for somebody who's an introvert making a new friend or even reaching out is a huge jump or somebody who's extroverted like me staying inside and learning how to chill and calm down was a big jump um and i think that along this journey of life we all come to learn and appreciate different things about the world that we live in And we all seek comfort. And I think comfort is our best and worst enemy at times. We love comfort because it makes us feel warm. It makes us feel cozy. It makes us feel so loved and in control. But then, you know, some of the best lessons come from when we're not in complete control, when we're kind of relying on the people around us, when we're learning who to rely on, how to rely on them, and also what's best for you. You, I think that you don't really learn too much within comfort. You know, comfort serves the purpose of what it is. It makes you comfortable. <laughs> it doesn't really facilitate the best learning environments. And I'm very thankful for some of the things that I've been able to learn through maybe some just very un- unsatisfactory moments. Uh, I go back to when I was a camp counselor in Wisconsin. Uh, I loved the people that You know, some of the people I was around, Wisconsin is actually kind of dope, low key. Um, At least I thought so. (laughs) And, you know, the opportunity came because, you know, I was going to South Africa for a few weeks. And when I got back, I didn't know what jobs I was going to be able to, you know, kind of just have for the summer. I was worried about throwing in an application and knowing that, you know, at the end I was going to be able I was going to be leaving. And I got this really you know i got this email that came through from the center for multicultural affairs and services where i was basically working out of at the time and it was looking for diverse counselors of color so i signed on and i thought everything was going to be peachy keen you know i'm just going to be flown out to wisconsin and be on this lake and then just get to chill wherever they're paying for the whole thing i'm thinking it's about to be nice Uh, they didn't really match up to (laughs) expectations (laughs) i ended up in in wisconsin northern wisconsin so i didn't really know anything i was also around a lot of people who grew up in a much higher economic status than i did and i was one of two black people at the camp so they were constantly mixing up uh mine and the other dude's name chad uh my name was marlon his name was chad nothing alike but but, you know when you're the only two black people around you look alike and uh it was tough it was difficult it i didn't like the job after a while i didn't really enjoy it because it was just exhausting um we didn't really take too many adequate breaks and you know after a while i started really getting homesick which actually led to me getting actually sick because i think i was just depressed and it can affect your immune system as well. And I was just, you know, down and out. And it took until, you know, one week when I had a camper. And I've definitely told this story on here before. This was part of the story at the mosque. But, you know, telling it from the other side of 
you know, I was just going through the motions of being at a job you don't necessarily enjoy too much. Um, and it wasn't anything against the people I was working with or, you know, or to be fair, some of the people didn't like me and they made it really difficult for me to work and um, just be a human being just to be happy there. And I didn't really want to talk about it with the higher ups because they had also, you know, the, the camp counselors that were annoying me had been there for years. So they had more you know, I felt like they had more status than I did. So I didn't really want to open up too much, which is something that happens. And um, looking back, I should have probably said something. But also, I was just scared. I was just terrified. I was uncomfortable. And what ended up happening was, you know, I had that camper experience where I had that one camper that made me feel like, you know, he understands that it's hard being here. And he also was going through his own versions of struggle and triumph and trying to figure out what works for him. And, you know, we, we saw eye to eye and we were able to have go through a really emotional time together and become, you know, just friends. You know, I had like a seven year old best friend and I felt like the biggest seven year old in the field at the time. And it was um, it was dope. It was really dope to make that big of a difference to somebody. And at that point, that was the point that it became that much more real. It became less like a job and more like a <clears throat> activity. You know, I started treating it more like I'm at summer camp. Instead of they're at summer camp, I'm at summer camp. I've never been to a sleepaway summer camp. Now I get to be fully involved. And it took for that one really down moment for me to kind of springboard back like, you know what? We have three weeks left of these. I'm just going to lean and throw myself into it for the next three weeks and see how I come out on the other side. And when I did that, it unlocked this whole world of me feeling so confident in myself, so unbothered by the people who didn't want me there. And I felt so loved by the people that I was around. They really got to see another side of me that was just, you know, on one. I was out there. I was present. I was having a great time. And honestly, I just wasn't in the beginning because I thought I had to fit this image and you know I just didn't it wasn't matching up with who I actually was and once I kind of let the I let the smoke clear and I went through my emotions I got to a point where I was like I can either cut my losses and go home right now and you know nobody's gonna think none's the wiser you know I might have to just like never call these people again but you know or finish it stick it through stay the course and see what happens on the other side. And this is where I come back to the confidence because if it wasn't for me absolutely hating what I was doing at one point, I don't think that I would have necessarily finished, to be honest, because I was progressively feeling down. I was feeling consistently down and it was pointing out that this was not the right thing for me. And I think once I had that very visceral experience of seeing this is not it for me, I knew that once I moved on, I was not going to do something like this again, or at least I wasn't going to do it in the same way. That's some of the lesson that you learn from just volunteering yourself to be uncomfortable and be in certain positions that you don't necessarily even enjoy. You know, I had a wonderful interview with DJ Milo Grant. She's a Burlington-based DJ that's been playing hip-hop here for 40 years. And she said, sometimes I don't even play music that I like. I play something I really don't like so that it's somebody else is being able to experience something new 
you know, and she started and she gets to expand and learn. Okay, I like this. Ooh, I don't I don't like this. Maybe I want something different. You know, you get to understand you have the freedom to choose. So why not choose something that's going to refine your taste and improve what you like versus. Sorry, I had a burp. <laughs> um, opposed to remaining comfortable and not learning anything new about yourself or your situation. And that's constantly the type of a person that I practice to be. I throw myself out into these situations so I can learn as much as I can, not only about myself, but about my situation, the people around me. Where where am I? What am I doing? And, you know, this trip to Boston, I got to see so many of my friends, some of them I haven't seen in years. And it showed me just how much life can change, you know, when you're going through different instances and, you know, you could be at a job that, you know, you're not necessarily enjoying for, you know, as little as 30 minutes to as long as the rest of your life. It's really up to you at that point. And, you know, not saying that I don't currently enjoy my job right now. I think that there's just things within myself that I've learned from being in this position that I want to address in myself so that I can be more successful in the future. And I guess we can always take away those lessons from anything that we're doing. But most of all, me being, again, a 20-something year old just trying to figure things out, it's very valuable for me to understand this coming out the gate. And, you know, that's where I'm going to leave today's show. Use the knowledge that you've acquired and be confident in yourself that you are making the right decision because you've already been through something. Not You don't have to be through the exact same experience. You've been through something. So we've all, we're all smarter than we used to be. And that's where I'm going to leave today's show. If you were able to take away something valuable, you enjoyed the stories, just feel free, shout me, throw out my name anywhere on social medias. I love you. Have a wonderful day, my beautiful people. Yow!